Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. This is Lorraine, and I'm your host today. Uh, we are in episode 58.5, and it is Genesis chapter 25. So welcome, and thank you for joining me uh, yet again. Uh, I don't ever know what time it is of day that you're getting to do this. It's early for me today, so yay, <laughs> I get to do this early. Uh, so uh, I'm just glad that you were able to be a part of this and to continue reading uh, in God's word. Uh, I wanna point out that um, the further we start getting into history and they, the, the naming of um, lots of descendants of Abraham, uh, it's, it's important People wonder why do you go through these lists? Why are you name you know why are you reading every name in the list? Why aren't you just skipping over it? And to me, uh, I feel like this is important for us to read every word of God's word. So I don't want to skip over anything, even if it means butchering a bunch of names that I have no idea how to say the names, but I do the best I can. So I, I'm saying it as a disclaimer. I apologize for not knowing exactly how to say it. I try to do it phonetically uh, as best as I can, but we don't want to skip over anything. And, and as we get into Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, I think Leviticus is like all the rules and the regulations and, you know, and it's going to be very repetitive. Uh, but I find it um, important for us to be able to read every single word. So uh, it's, and I'm going to use the word. I mean, I, I love God's word, but it is so tedious because they say the same thing over and over again. So I guess God was really just trying to drive home the point of the, the importance of the, the rules uh, following his guidelines. So, but anyway, so we're going to start uh, reading uh, today, and it's going to go through the descendants of Ishmael, and then the descendants, uh, the birth of Esau and Jacob. So, so before we start reading, I will open us up in prayer like I always do. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we come to you with thanksgiving and we always want to start out with the things we are most thankful for. And of course, the thing we are most thankful for is the gift of your son, Jesus, and his sacrifice on the cross for our sins. Uh, we do not take it for granted that he uh, bore the burden of all of our sins uh, so that we can have salvation through him. So that is the thing we are most thankful for. But we are also thankful for the daily uh, blessings that come into our lives. Um, sometimes we see them, sometimes we don't, but uh, we should wake up every day with a heart full of thankfulness and gratefulness. I heard today that if we start the day with a positive thought that today is going to be a good day, that it will trickle down. So let's say today is going to be a good day, a great day full of many thanksgivings and many gifts, uh, little and big. Uh, so Lord, we're just grateful for all that you provide for us. And we are thankful for um, always taking care of us, uh, even when we don't know it. <clears throat> I'm thankful for those that are out there listening. Lord, I pray blessings over them and their families. Uh, we are coming into the Thanksgiving season 
it's a week away from today and uh, so many many busy things going on so just order our steps lord guide and direct us keep us focused on what is the most important thing which is uh, love and family and friends that is the most important thing and keep it simple keep all your plans as simple as you can so that you are not martha that you're not stuck in the kitchen cooking um, make it as simple as you can do as much cooking in advance as you possibly can and just enjoy the day with your family so that uh, you can look back on it with fond memories so uh, lord i just ask you to put a blessing over this time in your word we invite you in anoint it and reveal to us what it is that you want us to learn from today's reading lord take us where you want us to go let us meet the people you want us to meet let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way in jesus name amen all right i'm gonna take a drink here real quick <clears throat> so we are uh chapter 25 and it starts with the death of Abraham. <clears throat> Abraham married another wife whose name was Keturah. She gave birth to Zimron, Jokshon, Medon, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshon was the father of Sheba and Dedan. Dedan's descendants were the Asherites. Latushites and Lumites. Lumites? Sorry. Uh, Midian's sons were Epha, Epfer, Hanok, Abadah, and Eldaah. These were all descendants of Abraham through Keturah. <clears throat> Abraham gave everything he owned to his son Isaac, but before he died, he gave gifts to the sons of his concubines and sent them off to a land in the east away from Isaac. Abraham lived for 175 years and he died at a ripe old age, having lived a long and satisfying life. He breathed his last and joined his ancestors in death. His sons, Isaac and Ishmael, buried him in the cave of Machpelah near Mamre in the field of Ephron, son of Zohar the Hittite. This was the field Abraham had purchased from the Hittites and where he had buried his wife, Sarah. After Abraham's death, God blessed his son, Isaac, who settled near Beer Lahai Roy in the Negev. Ishmael's descendants. <clears throat> this is the account of the family of Ishmael, the son of Abraham, through Hagar, Sarah's Egyptian servant. Here is a list by their names and clans of Ishmael's descendants. The oldest was Nebaioth, followed by Kedar, Abdil, Adbil, uh, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tema, Jatur, Nafish, and Kedemah. These 12 sons of Ishmael became the founders of 12 tribes named after them, listed according to the places they settled and camped. Ishmael lived for 137 years. Then he breathed his last and joined his ancestors in death. Ishmael's descendants occupied the region from Havilah to Shur, which is east of Egypt in the direction of Ashur. And there they lived in open hostility toward all their relatives. Interesting. 
The birth of Esau and Jacob. <clears throat> this is the account of the family of Isaac, the son of Abraham. When Isaac was 40 years old, he married Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel and Aramean from Padan Aram, and the sister of Laban and Aramean. Isaac pleaded with the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was unable to have children. The Lord answered Isaac's prayer, and Rebekah became pregnant with twins. But the two children struggled with each other in her womb. So she went to ask the Lord about it. Why is this happening to me? She asked. And the Lord told her, the sons in your womb will become two nations. From the very beginning, the two nations will be rivals. One nation will be stronger than the other, and your older son will serve your younger son. And when the time came to give birth, Rebecca discovered that she did indeed have twins. The first one was very red at birth and covered with thick hair like a fur coat. So they named him Esau. Then the other twin was born with his hand grasping Esau's heel. So they named him Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when the twins were born. Esau sells his birthright. As the boys grew up, Esau became a skillful hunter. He was an outdoorsman, but Jacob had a quiet temperament, preferring to stay at home. Isaac loved Esau because he enjoyed eating the wild game Esau brought home, but Rebekah loved Jacob. One day when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau arrived home from the wilderness, exhausted and hungry. Esau said to Jacob, I'm starved. Give me some of that red stew. This is how Esau got his other name, Edom, which means red. All right, Jacob replied, but trade me your rights as the firstborn son. Look, I'm dying of starvation, said Esau. What good is my birthright to me now? But Jacob said, first you must swear that your birthright is mine. So Esau swore an oath, thereby selling all his rights as the firstborn to his brother Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and lentil stew. Esau ate the meal, then got up and left. He showed contempt for his rights as the firstborn. All right. <clears throat> well, let's start out with, uh, okay, so Abraham, after Sarah died, gets married to another wife uh, whose name was Keturah, and she has... Uh, a couple of, she has one, one two, three, four, five, six uh, children. And I don't know, I don't think we actually go into lineage later on in this. I don't think we go down that path. So, um, but it's, it's history. So it's written down. Uh, Abraham gave everything he owned to his son, Isaac, but he did give gifts to his, uh, the sons of his concubines, which must have included Ishmael. Uh, Abraham lived for 175 years. He died at a ripe old age. His sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah, which is what he bought from the Hittites to bury his wife, Sarah. Then it goes into Ishmael's descendants in verse 12. And it says, this is the account of the family of Ishmael, the son of Abraham through Hagar, Sarah's Egyptian servant. I wrote a little note to find out what the history of Ishmael is, because we know that 
it, he is the father of the Palestinians, I believe. Isn't that what we talked about? I think so. So that was with uh, um, Jeremiah last week. So, uh, and, and and what we also know is, if you remember when we read uh, back when he was born, that he was going to be a wild child. They said that he was going to just be, you know, wreaking havoc everywhere. And so I think that it comes to fruition through this. Um, so then in 16, I highlighted these 12 sons of Ishmael became the founders of 12 tribes named after them. So you have... You know, you've got the 12 tribes of of Ishmael, but then you're going to have the 12 tribes of uh, Jacob, right? So that's the other, that's what I'm saying, it like branches off. And so you wonder why there's so much unrest over there in the Middle East. You know, it's all part of this, I believe. Um, and then it says, Ishmael lived for 137 years. I don't know how long. Jacob and Esau live for, but that comes later. And then it goes on to say uh, the births of Esau and Jacob. Uh, this is the account of the family of Isaac, the son of Abraham. Uh, when Isaac was 40 years old, he married Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean from Padan Aram, and the sister of Laban, uh, the Arameans, which is what we read yesterday. Isaac pleaded with the Lord on behalf of his wife uh, because she's not able to have children. So the Lord answers Isaac's prayers and Rebekah became pregnant with twins. Of course, they're struggling inside the womb and the Lord, and she says, why is this happening? And God says, uh, the sons in your womb will become two nations. From the very beginning, the two nations will be rivals. Excuse me, I'm sorry. One nation will be stronger than the other and your older son will serve your younger son so this is a little bit of prophecy going on here uh so when esau came out uh he had he was very red at birth and covered with thick hair like a fur coat i cannot imagine that uh and they named him esau but he was also uh called adam that's later on we'll get to that and then because I guess Jacob was grasping Esau's heel. They named him Jacob. Uh, Isaac was 60 years old when uh, the twins were born. So he was 40 when he met and married Rebecca. And then 20 years later, they have these twins. So it took 20 years for her to get pregnant. As the boys grew up, Esau became a skillful hunter. Uh, and Jacob stayed home with mom, he was a little more quiet. And uh, one day Jacob comes in after a long day of hunting and he's like, give me some stew. And you know, Jacob says, all right, that's fine. I'll give you some stew, but you need to give me the rights as your firstborn son. And he said, I'm starving. I, what is my birthright gonna do for me now? I need food right now. So Jacob says, you're gonna have to swear an oath to give me that birthright. and Jacob says, okay, and he did. And then Jacob gave Esau some bread and lentil stew. Esau ate the meal, and he showed contempt for his rights as the firstborn. He just kind of threw it away like a piece of trash. You know, he didn't realize how important it was. But it's going to come back to get him in the end later on. 
So that's it for today. Uh, that was a good um, piece of history that we just uh, covered. And uh, it's just going to get better and more interesting. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, tomorrow we will be reading uh, chapter 26 with uh, hopefully with Jeremiah. Um, I'm believing that will be the case. So, so uh, that's it for today. Uh, as always, uh, we want to give you the opportunity to um, give your life to Christ. If you haven't made a decision for Jesus, uh, this is your moment. If you would like to say the uh, prayer of salvation, uh, this is your, your time. So I will always give you the opportunity. I will say it uh, for you, and you can repeat it after me. Uh, it's not between you and me. It's about you and God and uh, your relationship with him. So if you're ready to make Jesus Lord of your life, uh, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect to know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, your one and only son on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome to the adopted family of Jesus Christ. You are now a brother or sister in Christ. So uh, if, if this happened today, first of all, we suggest you mark it in your Bible that today is your new birthday uh, under this chapter for today. Date it. And, uh, and then we suggest you go celebrate. Tell somebody that uh, today you became a Christian and decided to follow Christ. Uh, it's an important day. So we also encourage you to get to a... Um, pastor or maybe the person who's been praying for you somebody who knows the next steps to becoming um, a Christian and doing what you're supposed to be doing uh, you don't just sit on the sidelines we uh, we want you to get involved uh, get to a ministry go to a Bible study uh, volunteer whatever it is that God is leading you to do go do it because it's a great life uh, it really is it's not gonna be perfect it's not gonna be without troubles but uh, it, it's a wonderful, peaceful life knowing that God is in control and he's going to continue to bless you uh, for the rest of your life. So uh, that's it for today. Uh, again, I don't know what time it is that you are um, listening or watching, but uh, morning, noon, or night, whatever it is, I'm just glad that you were able to stop and uh, listen to God's word and read about the history of uh, Abraham's family, of Isaac, and uh, and an Ishmael and you know what do some homework you know if there's information out there I, I one of my one of our listeners uh, Teresa sent me an email and I'm so thankful for her because uh, she sent an email about uh, why does God allow incest because basically these people are like intermarrying and it's an interesting uh, take on it so uh, but of course, God puts a law down that you're not supposed to do that later on. But anyway, uh, so uh, again, thank you for joining me. And uh, please feel free to uh, communicate with us, uh, Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org or uh, Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org, uh, Instagram, whatever it is that you're, uh, whatever venue that you're on, whatever social media. And feel free to share it. Uh, you know, if you're on the uh, Facebook page, uh, please feel free to share 
the episodes and uh, and get other people listening as well. So thank you again. Take care. God bless you. And I will see you tomorrow with Jeremiah.